good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, so swing by and join us if you can. You can also phone in at 217-356-9397. That works out to 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 351-5357. We have our experts standing by, uh, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarber, joining us in a moment, and Steve Brown. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Hey, good morning. Good to see you. It's another beautiful morning, huh? It is. Just a little bit of humidity for the day, but, you know, I don't think we have to worry about heat indices. No. So that's nice. Well, and just if you were out this morning watering or doing anything in the garden, it would be just a glorious morning for sure. Yeah. No question. True, true. But yeah, water. Yeah, that's, that's the name of the game. Still, you know, right? it seems like a, a common theme. We got by this summer with some timely rains, and so we still had to water this summer, but a lot of it was focused on some of the new things, and then it just seemed like once a week, once every 10 days or two weeks, we got a good drenching, so we some did. of the existing things were yeah. in pretty good shape, but uh, we're definitely on the dry side, so we def- we have to be ever mindful of that. It's too easy to let some of those evergreens that have been in the ground for even a few years to be getting a little bit too dry and we don't want that to happen going into the winter yeah i just fell in love with a ornamental pepper that's cascading <laughs> out of a pot isn't that gorgeous marianne thought it up hey late, good morning late again good morning <laughs> no we know you're bringing us goodies to the table and wow john weisgarver i'm wowing about the pepper john sorry no I offense know. i'm not wowing it, about it you almost, i'm wowing about the pepper oh it, come on it, was it almost has the form of a bonsai isn't that cool Hi, everybody. Hi, John. So, yeah, what did you bring? Okay, the ornamental peppers. And I love, again, how they are just orange and yellow and not like a, a multicolored that I'm kind of used to when I think of ornamental uh, peppers. Yeah, the red and the purple and the white. Exactly. And That's yeah, the missing orange. link. Ooh. Well, everybody asks, can we eat those? And and I say, go ahead, try it. Yeah, well, <laughs> people have, and they're super hot. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah. They, I think they're not bred for flavor necessarily. No. Well, and I I wouldn't eat them because the odds of them having been sprayed or something in the greenhouse aren't great. But but they might have. They're been. they're not they're not treated as an edible crop. They're treated as an ornamental crop. Right. So yeah. for that reason alone, I wouldn't. Very good point. Consider. Yep. Um, good. Missing link. You know, I was telling you about this. Uh, been adding some gourds and pumpkins to oh, some of the containers and yeah. so we've got this one large container that has a yellow black-eyed susan thunbergia that's up tall and we place this yellow pumpkin in there but it's kind of oh. just missing a little bit of something i think it's right mm. there isn't it <laughs> yeah it might be those ornamental peppers well just this combination of the orange yeah, and the yellow and the i know and it's perfect cas- it's, it's cascading yeah i mean I that think would it's just gotten top yes and like a bonsai over. tree but isn't almost. that beautiful yeah that's almost but a spiller larger almost yes. a spiller oh well it, it's not it's gonna fit there it's too big for there isn't it and okay. and then i have i brought this one which i think is probably as pretty Oh, oh, isn't yeah. that gorgeous? Ornamental pepper. Yes. It's the variegated leaf. It has uh, purple and green, and it's so weepy. I'm not sure we can get it there, John, but let's give it a shot. There we go. Isn't that gorgeous? That really is, and I love that. The, the tag in it says calico. Calico. Yeah, that, okay. was the, that means the leaves are spotted uh, white, purple, green. It's really deep it's green, too. And it needs yeah. that because the fruit, some of them are 
just a jet black color. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jet and, black and because they're right. so so dark purple. And red. And bright red. And bright so red. So it's really yeah. contrast, real contrasty. Mm-hmm. Really nice accent. See, I see that one in a bright blue Ooh. pot. Pretty. Just kicking out, just so you can have enough of a contrast with that foliage. Yeah, and put a or, ornamental cabbage with it. Mm. Which yeah. I happen to have. Uh, just happen to have one that coordinates. Yeah, you really. Can, you re- can reach it. You know, it's it's fun. Look at the, the size of that. That is, wow. I know. That is. <laughs> it's ginormous. That's like the size of. That's larger than a basketball. I think. I, I would no. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But we got a whole. Close. We just got goo gobs it's of so cabbage beautiful. and kale. In. It looks perfect. Isn't it looks it fake. It's so beautiful. It's that real silvery blue green mm-hmm. with uh, maroonish purple accents. It's, so, it, and as we I think mentioned last week, the the cooler the nights get, the more uh, l- the lower the temperatures, the more intense the colors will become. Oh, yeah, that's wow. what the cool thing is about those. Yeah. The, and I, I I have to bring out this kale because I just think it's just kind of gnarly looking. Isn't that awesome? Oh, my gosh. Yes. That one's the coolest ever. So ornamental kales, I think, are they just have a different structure to them. I I mean, the cabbages are really nice, but, I mean, they're gorgeous. The kales have a long, narrow leaf, and they're all warty looking. Yes. (laughs) What else do you say about them? (laughs) Warty, you're right. (laughs) Absolutely. That's a lacanado or uh-huh. or a dinosaur, mm-hmm. I think they call it. Dinosaur. dinosaur. Oh, my gosh. I was about to say, kind of looks like the back of a dinosaur. Does it? It Ooh, does. Listen to Especially you. like this one. Yep. I think it's um, oh, the almost texture. more fun in the fall because even though it's a great variety, it's easier to visualize it because there's not an overwhelming number of choices like there might be in the spring. Right. Whereas in the spring, it's like if I want to coordinate my containers and start doing this yeah. and doing that. Yeah, it can be information overload a little bit. Yeah, uh, and now it's just like, and, and the and the size of them has something to do with it too, where you can oh, get sure. instant success, and and that's important because it's a short season. Yes, I mean you might have another six weeks or two months or maybe a little bit more to enjoy some of the yeah. things, but. Um, and I think the the simpler the better too, if you just keep it. Yeah, it does work out well that way sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or, K-I-S-S. on the other hand, throw everything in there. See how it comes out. Like mm-hmm. the abundance of fall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So whether you want a purple ornamental grass or a mum or kale or cabbage or ornamental peppers. We got them. Uh, yeah. We're really? just rip, ripping in fall color. Pansies. We have a nice selection of pansies. They look really good this week. They're yeah. really intense really colors. Yeah, yeah. They just really pop. Just look fresh and nice. Yeah. Really pretty. And, and pumpkins. And more and you more pump- and more pumpkins. In? pumpkins. Somewhere. I, 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 I just, forget where we put them. But the, yeah. the pumpkins and the, the gourds, they just make a, just a wow statement. You know? Oh, boy, that's the truth. Wow yeah. is right. Pile a few or put them in the, your containers like Steve da, was yeah. said earlier. Yeah, it's so cool. I think that's really a neat look. Yeah, good. 356-9397 is our phone number, or you can text 351-5357. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, we have uh, a text asking um, two questions. First of all, are the pink ladybulbs in? And second of all, are any of the coupons out for uh, the perennials here at Prairie Gardens? 
Well, the Lycoris or the pink painted lady or those all those names. Oh, the that surprise we have. lily. Yeah, surprise lily. lily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we do have those. I think we still have them. Haven't sold out yet, have they? Well, we did. I should say I haven't walked past the shelf. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure we do. Yeah, I, I know that's one of the ninety so, percent sure. Yeah, there's still some. One yeah. of the first bulbs we got in because they came to us domestically instead of from overseas. But okay, um, do you keep them outdoors or indoors? No, no they're inside. Uh, so where should by they the birding? By the birding. Uh huh. Birding just section. in that general area up there yeah. by that little office near some the registers. Orchids there, just around the corner would be the bulbs. So the, the majority of the bulbs have not arrived yet. Yeah, um, bummer. We're expecting them literally any day, and once they come in, it'll take us another day to process them and yeah. get them out on the floor. So yeah. hopefully they'll arrive Monday or Tuesday at the latest, and uh, we'll get them turned around and have them on the sales floor. Yep. Yay. Yeah. And then perennials. I'm, I, I know you have some deals going on last week anyway. Uh we don't have Can any coupons on perennials. Uh, we've got some perennials that are marked down considerably to 50 off oh, with and, orange tags. And it's a great time of year to plant perennials and trees and shrubs, by the way. But, yeah, yeah if you're looking for something, come out and get it on sale 50% off. 50% off. And, you know, ornamental grasses, we still have a nice selection of ornamental grasses. Yes, we do. 20, they're 25% off. So it's – and, and – I can't believe we still have knockout roses that are practically in full bloom that are also 25% off. Wow. So if you need a knockout rose, I've seen those puppies blooming at the end of October. Seriously. Really? Yeah. Well, they'll go up to the end. Quite happy, yeah. 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 And again, like everything else, if you can get it in the ground now, you get an incredible root system. Exactly. And you're just going to enjoy the plant so much more even next year than you would if you waited till next spring to plant. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's yeah. a great time to do trees and shrubs, perennials. Great time. Great. I do want to look at go out and look at your shrub roses. But and and our flowering shrubs or deciduous shrubs are twenty five percent off also. So so like what do you have uh, a lot of for some like of, like butterfly? Okay. Uh, no, no butterfly. Well, I have. I think we have three butterfly uh, bushes. Just, yeah, left. just minimal. Okay. But, you know, like the the. Uh, dogwood uh, shrubs, red oh. twig and the yellow twig. We have white chilla. We have some. We have some fabulous viburnums. Oh, oh gosh! My gosh! How and could I forget those? They're uh, in berry, and some of them are getting their fall color. Fall which color, is yeah, fantastic. The, it's the yeah. um, blue muffin, uh, which has is called that because it has so many blue berries on it. I mean, they're just. Blue. Wow. Oh, it's just they're just beautiful. Yeah. So the twenty five percent off. Yeah. Nice fall color. Yeah. It is. It's a nice the, small one. Absolutely. That's easily used in the foundation. Yes. The other one that's pretty spectacular is I believe it's called Cardinal Candy. With a red berry. With the red berry. Yeah. yeah. The birds love these berries. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a, a great thing to plant. And if for. you love birds, then it's just a natch. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Okay. You know, while we're coming upon fall and people are always thinking about what trees to have and what trees, uh, can we talk for a minute about what trees you would suggest for those who want some beautiful fall color, but, you know, maybe also want to keep the size down. They don't want a 40-foot tree. What do you think would be some of the selections? One of my favorite trees for fall, and I think we're sold out of them, are the... um, it just went, amelanchers, uh, service yes, berries. Yes, service berries. Oh, 
but which also produces a, a, a lot of berries that the birds love. And apparently humans eat. Yeah, if you can get to them before the birds. Okay, good point. But man, they, you know, <laughs> it, it's one of those smaller trees, and, and, and we have them every spring, and we will this next spring, certainly. You can get um, multiple-stemmed, so they look more a little shrub-like rather than tree. You can get single-stemmed ones also. But they have um, a, a, a really lazy open flower in the spring, yeah. um, just a, and then a nice smaller-leafed um, canopy during the growing season and in the fall their colorations are just striking really? it's it's not, it's like the viburnums uh, they're just multiple colored and really really attractive beautiful so. but then okay so with a service berry tree what uh how how large will it grow Typically, they get under 20 feet, it maybe 18 feet. varies by variety quite a bit. Oh, for sure. But, yeah, but I would say Autumn Brilliance would be in that yeah. 18 to 25 yeah. range, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, paperbark maples would be a top one. Uh, most of the Japanese maples have an incredible fall color for a small tree. Really? Oh, yeah. And those would be would be great choices, too. Uh, dogwoods uh, of any kind of dogwood tree, whether it's Cornus, Florida, or Cusa, would have a good fall color. It would be excellent choices for small trees and good fall color. And, uh, okay, so with the dogwoods, then what would uh, be the expected maximum height or full? You know, in that 15 to 20, maybe 25 if you were lucky okay. uh, range. Okay. Different varieties okay. are different also. Well, good. Any but thoughts, and that's, Yeah, and this is the time when you see things like that happening. Make some notes and think, that's what I want to get this coming spring. Right. Yeah. Because some things are available now and some things just flat out aren't. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you'll just have to wait till March or April for them to roll in. But, okay, so a quick quick, uh, tip then, when people want to take a photo maybe, they take one. What are the best shots, far away and up close of a leaf? Or what helps you help them identify a plant or tree? All. (laughs) All the above. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, if you have the overall tree structure and then of course close up of leaves and also the bark can oh. really help too okay good to know so those would be the the smallish smaller end of the trees for fall beautiful color as let's flip it with the larger trees what might you recommend well black gums are a personal favorite around the Black table gums, here. I have a sweet gum. Is a black no. gum like a sweet no. gum with no. the Not even no. horrible Not spiky close. seeds? Nope. Okay. No. Not no. even close. So black gums, um, most any maple, not all, but most of the maples, and, yep. you know, whether in the red maple or sugar maple family, are going to be incredible fall colors for larger trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, oaks sometimes are Some and sometimes yeah. aren't. Yeah. Some uh, maybe not as reliable. Uh, from year to year, it varies a little bit more. And... Uh, Things in the white oak family might have a little more color, but um, not swamp white oaks, but regular white oaks. But again, sometimes they're as much or more brown as they are red tones. Yeah. It just varies a little bit from year sometimes to year. Sometimes it depends on how dry it is, too. Yeah, hickory yeah. would be a good Hickory's golden yellow fall color. Yellow, yeah. Screaming. Um, nice. And again, whether it's sugar maple, red maple kind of guys. Would be great. Uh, ginkgos would be great large trees for fall color. Uh, uh, more of a, a, almost the same color as the hickory, um, in terms of that really incredible gold nice, fall color. Yellow gold. But yeah. it, 
yeah, maybe a little bit shorter duration. Uh, when it turns, it looks incredible, and then all of a sudden, when they're done, they just drop. All of them. So all <laughs> your all your leaf raking is done at one time. Yeah, that's nice. Kind of yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I just love that, like, that. I just did that last week. Shape of the leaf on those. Yeah, that really is it's like a fan. Yeah. 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 Nice. You you mentioned several maples. We can tap those too, right? Because I know uh, locally we've had people. Sugar maples would be the ones you would for maple tap, syrup. Tap okay. Yeah. Okay. So but and we've and we've yeah been fortunate enough to have a fine gentleman bring some in here and. Uh, That's what made me think of it. Nummy nummy. So sweet of him. Yes. Yeah, but it's so cool to think that you can. Yeah, just here, right in Illinois. I would think of like I don't know Vermont or some other place where they do that kind of thing. They do not have the market on that. Nope. Good. Nor do maples. <laughs> but they do have the market on maple syrup. Maybe. There you go. What was it? Somebody was telling me they tapped something just so weird. It was a, a walnut or something. Really? Uh, oh. What would you do with that They were going to have sap? the oil from it. Hmm. Interesting. And actually, the walnuts can have a decent fall color. Uh, yeah, decent they yellow fall color. Uh, they, they tend to be a little bit on the early side. Yep. And they drop their leaves kind of early. And... Uh, Drop the wallets. Drop the wallets, yes. Yeah. Then the squirrels bring, squirrels bring them everywhere. they can find. And, uh. <laughs> and then next spring you see little trees little growing up trees. in your yard. Baby trees. <laughs> and yeah. you just pull them right up. <laughs> yeah. Every time it's windy, I think uh, I hear pounding on the roof. I think it's rain, but it's acorns from the oak trees. Oh, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Do you have a metal roof? No. Good. It doesn't take I mean, much. In that, no, for it that. It doesn't take a lot. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> when you hear that louder. big bang, you know, think it's a big tree limb, but it's pretty small. Huh. It's incredible how it sounds. Really? Yeah. That loud. I'll have to come over. Okay. To so she just invited herself, John. There you go. Yep. yep. Make me some of your guacamole. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as good at that as, as Harper is. Yeah, she's really good at it. Yeah. Well, especially if you have fresh produce from Steve's vegetable garden. Well, yeah. it's like, Those okay. Creamy avocados that we got shipped in were the best. They were, they were fabulous. That's right. Dude. From California. So besides watering and besides fall wow. decorating and changing out planters and freshening things up around with pumpkins and gourds and mums and everything like that, um, recommend that people... Even though it's hard to imagine you'll ever have to bring your houseplants indoors one day with these <laughs> temperatures, uh, consider the systemic insecticide. Start the cleanup process on your plants. I um, did that this week. Did I you? That, wow. Yes. I know. Good Who for knew? You. I remembered. That's great. Yeah. I, I, I put some on my indoor plants. Uh, that's okay. So I have it out, <laughs> bottle out, and I've started that's using a, that's it. That's a big start. But yeah, you're right. That was a great tip, though, to put it, any of the, put it in any of the plants that you're going to bring inside. Yeah. Give it a little start head start. Start now. Get it yeah. started. Get a head start. Give Absolutely. a visual check. Look for any critters that you can see crawling on the plants, oh, and you know if what? so, treat accordingly. And I'm I'm seeing white fire like crazy. Oh, they're now. just tenacious. And right not now. not just on house plants, but they're just they're in the parking right lot. Yeah, for heaven's sake. I was going to the car the other night, yeah. and it was like, yeah, <laughs> swimming through a white tide. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you don't want to breathe too deep. <laughs> 
<laughs> so treating plants that are going to have yep. to come inside would be high on the list again Absolutely. i'll say it again watering water 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 you know uh, you know if you're starting to get tired of some of the annual stuff or the vegetable stuff and you want to back off on watering that's your call obviously yeah uh, whether you want to prolong it or not but yeah. whether it's a perennial or a tree or a shrub um, it could use a drink absolutely yeah they certainly will show it i'm i'm fast. finding places in my uh, garden where the mulch has thinned out so i'm i'm replenishing mulch so that they don't dry out as fast and it's just doing its thing it's breaking down and decomposing yeah, like it's supposed exactly. to it's going to enrich the soil it just exactly. needs to have just it's just losing more. some of that capability to hold in the moisture and keep the weeds down so yep. okay yeah. Time to get that on before any of those cool season winter weeds uh, yeah. uh, want to come into play. So just right, think, yeah, immediately yeah. after the hot weather weeds, which are prolific I'm right now. There are more weeds I to come. I just oh, turned yeah. around. That's all. And there they were. <laughs> I thought we were coming to the end of that. No. Nope. Well, and in a tidying up plants that are starting to go into yes. their fall mode, uh, yeah. especially the hostas are starting to go yeah. down. So. Yeah. So, or any other perennial for that matter, you know, start to do some cleanup and tidying. I think yeah. it's especially important for our bird friends to leave the seed heads on the, our echinaceas. And they love that stuff. Oh my stuff. gosh, yeah. The little finches, they just get in there and <laughs> it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to see them hanging on there. Yeah. After I've had a lot of, uh, uh, Hummingbirds. Are you trying to fly? Thank okay. wow. you. That was a that was a that was like charades. <laughs> that was a hummingbird. Flap, flapping its me. wings. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to I would, move my arms I would, like a hummingbird. That looked a little bit more like a goose or a duck getting ready to land in the water <laughs> yeah, and backpedaling, trying to slow things down. Yeah, there you go. Slow things down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, hummingbirds have been really abundant this year. Yeah, I've had they? a bunch of them. Yeah, I well, just yeah, I've had some. Uh, around my geraniums, especially. Oh wow! They're just cool. loving them. But uh, w so, what are what is attracting yours? Uh, the in bird your feeders. Yard the most? Oh, uh, the hummingbird feeders. I, I always put those out, but they love the kufia, um, the bat plant. I mm -hmm. think there's, uh, there's never cigar plant. Vermilionaire is, is um, yeah. a common the variety, names, yeah. and it's just phenomenal for hummingbirds. The hummingbirds love it. I had some red salvia that I, I put in the ground, um, and gosh, it was probably. Uh, the, the foliage itself is about three feet tall, and then wow. red flowers on top of that. So the whole thing, I mean, I'm looking oh. at it in the eye. But the hummingbirds love that. Um, it's on, it's almost like what don't they love? You know, I was just thinking. Yeah, they're all, I, they're all over Penta. Everything. They're all over Mandevillas. Exactly. They're on Lantana. Yeah. They're, um, the things you mentioned, all the all, every salvia, doesn't yeah, matter what just, color, what size, or so many things that they really enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, when they're bulking up for their flights, their long flights, they're they're getting ready for travel. I getting see. ready to be out of here. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to go south. Yeah. Can't blame them. Skipping town. <laughs> yeah. But they're fun to watch, they're aren't staying they? Staying warm. They, they are, are entertaining. Yeah. yeah. They they're are. Very yes. territorial. And there could there'd be three, three, I have maybe three bird feeders or, or hummingbird feeders. And there could be two hummingbirds in my backyard but they'll chase each other rather than just go to separate bird feeders really? yeah mm -hmm. just, that's this is my yard you get out of it you know wow. it's, that kind of thing. it's so funny to watch them you know we, we've seen them perching as much or more this summer it seems like than ever before yeah. really yeah. yeah where they're just hanging out and it might be on 
uh, a, a tree branch that yeah. might be on top of a stake, uh, you know, some totem poles that are in there for some thunbergia or a mandevilla or whatever, and they're just rusting on the top. But I have seen that too are, in my yard. Absolutely. It seemed, I don't know why, but maybe we're just aware of it, but they seem like they're, have you they're ever sitting a little bit more. Have you ever seen their nests before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty incredible. I've never had one in my yard, but I have seen them in somebody else's yard. I had one two years ago, Did and you? I was just How like fun. amazed. That's Because cool. I don't have that much, you know, pollinators in my particular yard, but around, I guess they forage, but they're just so cute. Oh my gosh. I, I, I was on a, a garden tour, I think in somebody's yard and they, they had a sign that said, there's quiet. There's a hummingbird nest around. There's a hummingbird nest close. Really? And it was straight up. They didn't point an arrow up, but that's what they were getting at was look up, you know, it, I couldn't find it. It took me a long time to find it, actually. Wow. They're, they really know how to disguise them quite yeah. well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's not exactly a large thing. No, it isn't. That's true. They're teeny. It's appropriate. Little bitty birds. So, little bitty nests. You know, we're, we're talking about feeding hummingbirds and, and, and birds. Um, somebody texted in wondering about squirrel food. Huh. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's, is there? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I know my uh, husband loves to throw peanuts out, and he'll he'll do the salted ones too. Well, that's oh. probably not high on their list for salted in the shells. Salt, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, it's corn would be the most common squirrel yeah. food, whether it's cracked corn or whether it's corn on the cob, kind of field corn. Just mm. put on a, on a spear or a feeder that's a, a spiral. And you don't have uh, to cook it first either. They'll be happy to eat your sunflower seed, your safflower seed, your corn. Any they'll bird eat just seed about, that you put out. They'll. Be, be happy oh, just grazing okay. along <laughs> yep yep okay i have extra squirrels if if they'd like them <laughs> you know <laughs> hopefully they heard you say that and they'll get in touch with you marianne <laughs> they take five and ten more take his place so probably yeah, not. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to uh sow grass seed still perfect time to be getting that done oh it's, it's obviously it'll be watering yeah. a lot one of and, the big yeah, things yeah. that's happened this week yeah and uh, once you start watering, keep on watering. At this kind of weather, you'll be watering every day, yeah, preferably sure. every morning to get it nice and soaked to get through the day. Yeah. Um, because once that seed starts to germinate, you want to make sure you're supporting it. And eventually, you will decrease the frequency, but maybe increase the duration so the roots grow down a little bit deeper. Hmm. But it's still prime time to get that going. I would not hesitate, though. I wouldn't put it off for another couple weeks. At this time, do do, do, should we put like straw or anything over it? Any time that you want to help hold in the moisture with a product like straw or uh, burlap or floating row cover, it's very, very helpful. Especially okay. when you have s- such evaporation with the wind and the sun that we've got going on. Mm. So straw would definitely be helpful. Okay. And it covers, I mean, you can get maybe a thousand square feet out of a bale. It doesn't, you're going to put it on very lightly. It doesn't have to be heavy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not at all. Makes all the difference. And then those, those materials that you mentioned, like the burlap, or that they would still let enough light and air in. They for will them to germinate. I mean, and personally, I don't like to use burlap because uh, the grass tends to grow up in through it, and if you don't remove it oh. early on, sure, um, it's going to rip the grass plants out of the ground when you remove <laughs> the burlap. And if you say, well, I'll just leave it on there and decompose, well, you better make sure it's well decomposed because if you mow over it, and then it gets caught up in your mower. So, <laughs> oh. so it's it's 
it, it's used, but it's my last choice. Okay. I think I'd rather go without. That probably sounds like a good choice. So yep. first choice would be straw. It's mine by far. Okay. And I don't know if we have any of the, the rollout blankets of the straw right now or if we just have, I know we have plenty sure of bales. Still do, yeah. um, you know, what we did get a couple of weeks ago were the uh, rollout sheets that, that are a, a medium that holds the grass seed down, but it also has grass seed in it. That sounds great. Yeah. For those little places, you don't want to do your whole lawn with it, for heaven's yeah. sakes. But, but if you just a have a patch, patch here yeah. and there, yeah. So that's kind of nice. Oh, and, and we also have the patch. It's got the seed and mulch in it already. It's kind of that fibery material. Cellulose. Yeah. And where do you keep these? Like out by the... It's out on the patio. Rocks so when you walk out the big electric doors, on the left-hand side. Okay. Yep. Nice. With all the grass seed, the seed starter, hoses, fertilizers, tools, yeah. all the grass stuff. stuff is right ah, there. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All the stuff you need to do to do the job. So, what have you been doing, Steve? Harvesting? Uh, yeah, harvesting oh, cool. as much as anything. Awesome. So it's uh, and and watering. You know, the fall yeah. crops, the radishes and spinach and lettuce are are looking good. Um, Great time to get some of that in the ground, isn't and, it? And you still have time to we, do yeah. it. Yeah, and you, we do have a. Decent selection of a few things. Yeah. Uh, getting down a little bit on broccoli and cabbage and yeah. some of those guys, yeah. cauliflower, but we still have some left, and it's yep. not too uh, late to get those in the ground either and then enjoy the veggies. But I would encourage people to do that. And then it's just a matter of, like, you know, how much longer do you want to keep going with the peppers and the tomatoes and, mm. and some of that stuff. But uh, melons are still going strong. And, awesome. Uh, I mean, it's too late probably to get any really small ones to mature yeah. before but anything that's got a decent size to it uh, that you can harvest over the next couple of weeks are looking good um, cool yeah so yeah and then i'm starting to kind of say okay well if i rip that out i could get started on changing that sooner <laughs> so that kind of stuff going on yeah fall is for change that's exactly right oh it really is, yeah, it is. i've been editing a lot in my yard I don't think I like that there. I'm going to dig it up and move it somewhere else, or just dig it up. I did plant a couple of roses last week, which I'm watering constantly. But yeah, what kind? Uh, some knockouts, the coral knockouts. Oh, the coral ones. Yeah, hopefully the rabbit. I have a rabbit trapped in my backyard, <laughs> okay. and he apparently likes roses pretty well. Mm. Oh, oh. So I mm. call him Barney the bunny. <laughs> Barney. Barney the bunny. Wow. I bet that's not all you call him. <laughs> well, well, she certainly that doesn't right. call him to dinner. <laughs> no, he's, I don't have to do that. He's always right he's there. He's there. <laughs> Want to borrow my trap? No. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've told people for years, you plant um, perennials that, if it, when they say they have rabbit problems and deer problems, you plant things that have um, a, a real fragrant oil in them like lavenders and alliums and uh really things like that because they have a tendency to stay away from them marigolds i've heard uh, marigolds same mm -hmm. kind of thing there's that what they eat yeah but you know what barney mowed down my alliums wow <laughs> <laughs> so barney. i'm just gonna say honey you're on your own if somebody wants something information like that's like 
you know, try anything you want. Yeah, yeah. I think. Because I have. Barney <laughs> keeps eating the oily stuff. Yeah. You know, he, he may be shortening his own life. <laughs> oh, the, the, the selection gets limited when you're trapped inside a fence. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> so. I don't know. I've got a pretty big yard. He's got a lot of stuff to Yeah, chew Peter on. Rabbit got out. I'm sure this rabbit can get out. <laughs> You'd think he could, but... Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can call us at 356-9397 or text 351-5357. So, so in this, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask, in this past week, what are, are people coming in like asking about or, or what are some projects that you're hearing a lot of people do, working on? I've had a few people bring in. Uh, pictures and leaves of of trees and shrubs what's wrong with what's wrong with (laughs) it uh but mistaking it for just common environmental uh you know it's been dry and it's time it's fall and things are starting to go into into their mode you know they think Mm. it's a problem but it really isn't it's just a occurrence of nature right yeah you I but feeling least. most people feel really reassured about that. Oh, I'm sure because you you nurture these things along, and then all of a sudden they they start looking unloved. It's, I'm giving you all the love I have. <laughs> it ain't enough, honey. <laughs> right, but uh, but yeah, um, I don't even realize how we have a lot less sunlight than we did even say, well, six weeks ago. Oh, easily. for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, it's, it, I forget that. Yeah, plants will respond to that. Absolutely, they do. They know, both directions, late and early. Yeah, respond to the more sun or less sun. And we've, you know, we've been conditioned to need things to look perfect. Like when you're picking tomatoes, you see the leaves on a on a shrub that have been, well, okay, the Japanese beetles made some holes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just have to live sometimes with uh, what nature does. As, uh, but the whole, as long as, okay, it can damage it, but is it damaging it permanently? Or, you exactly. Know? No, is the answer. Good. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's That's a little true. bit of a compromise, and you just make do. Yeah. I mean, if you, were, you said something about tomatoes, and I always think of the first tomatoes in the season and the ones in July and maybe early August are the ones you proudly share, and then the ones later on in the season are the ones that have spots and have this and have that and so you share but they make great salsa <laughs> uh, they make you know you could share cut, the salsa cut, yeah i could <laughs> cut it out and dehydrate them or you know yeah. you know cut out the bad spots exactly. or just slice and dehydrate the rest or however you want to use them uh, yep. use them but um yeah, maybe they're not picture perfect but they they taste just as good yeah yep. yep. absolutely yeah. now i know you uh you touched on how it was okay to trim down the peonies someone is texting in wondering when does one finally cut down perennials and cover with mulch for the year i i'm i do clean up my yard like that i i I prefer not leaving things standing and some people prefer to leave things up for the winter but i I think that um it's just a, a better maintenance practice to take things out of your yard but it's a better control for her mind yeah Come on, let's just get it out there. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a control freak, and that's exactly what happens. I control it. But I, I like to wait for there to be at least one really uh, good cold, and and you'll you'll see things being affected by that, and they'll start to look really gnarly. However, peonies are the one exception. Um, I think now is a perfect time to cut down peonies. 
um, I have some that have uh, powdery mildew on them. Mm. So I, I've been trying to treat for that. It, I just can't quite get it under control. I mean, they come out in the spring and look great. But, um, you know, by August, they're, they're silver, <laughs> silvery white. So, you know, t- getting that out of your yard is a good practice. Um, and, and there's other things that I've cut down. Uh, and I can't remember what they are right now. Oh, my God. I just did a whole bunch of, of cut trimming like that. And I think anything that's diseased and looking bad like that, exactly. just go oh, ahead and get it down. Daylilies. damaged. Daylilies, that's what it was. Because oh, they, yeah. look, they look, this time of year, it's, they just. Oh, they are looking gnarly. Yeah. It's time to Yeah. So I, I've cut, I sometimes cut those down to the ground. But, you know, you can leave several inches if you prefer to do that. But, um, yeah, I, I think there are things that you can certainly cut back. But like we were talking about pruning uh, in the last couple of weeks, you just want to be careful. It's, I, I think we're at the time where it's okay to cut perennials back, and they're, they're probably not going to start growing again, probably. But it's the same thing with shrubs and trees. You don't want to prune too early so that they, you're stimulating growth. Right, so especially going, if you're but, watering but I, regularly too. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think there's oh. a number of perennials that I think you could safely go ahead and cut back if they're looking bad. I've had some columbines that looked oh, really sure. bad, and yeah, you know yeah. they, they bloom so early that I didn't feel bad taking those pretty far down. Exactly. So, so, so as a you know backing up from that, then with the question as a general rule, you know I'd say half of the experts probably say go ahead and clean them up in the fall and and do your thing and half the experts would say don't and yeah. and, and allow them to be natural cover uh, you get the extra benefit of providing cover for uh, birds and other animals you'd have the benefit of the seeds being on there as a food supply and then uh, and because of winter winter protection having that crown and that shading over it would keep the freezing thawing down so leave it on so split down the middle I'd say do what you want to do Okay. And and if you were going to clean up, the things to clean up now would be the things where the foliage is nasty, gnarly, and it's browned out or diseased, and exactly. just go ahead and get mm-hmm. it cleaned up. But Are if the, the foliage is green and looking good, leave it on exactly. and, it on, and yeah. let it go ahead and still produce food reserves for the plants to be benefiting next year. So maybe within a month or so, uh, you might clean up the rest of those. I th- yeah. My hosta is still looking pretty good, but I think because I water a little bit more, so I'm not going to cut those back until... Your hostas? Yeah, until they're practically laying on the ground. But um, like I said, I've cut a, a few things back. Yeah, and I think as we just talked about, it's really important to start getting that mulch out and mulch around everything just to help hold in the moisture over the winter and help protect. But I think in another two or three weeks... You probably could safely say, yeah, go ahead, do it. Just cut them back. Okay. Yeah. And, and sometimes projects end up going together. Like, I, I want to mulch that bed. And so then you're thinking, well, I want to get those things cleaned up and cut back before yeah. I mulch so I can get the mulch up around the crown of the plants better yeah. so I don't have the mess on top of this clean, fresh mulch that I just put down. So mm-hmm. sometimes one intention might cause something else to happen. Yep. Uh, that you weren't really kind of counting on, but it just makes sense to you. So It's like a remodeling project while we're at it. Yeah. Sounds good. So is there anything in particular that they that you can think of that they really want to avoid still? Well, we said you really aren't going to want to cut shrubs and, and things like that now because we don't want to generate yeah, growth. And you're not going to want to cut your roses now because you don't want to 
generate growth. Mm -hmm. So really the only things I would say you would do would be anything that's annual or yeah. some of the perennials are looking gnarly or nasty. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, good. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. So uh, you got me. Uh, go to the phone lines yeah. real quick and talk to Mary, who's calling in from Tuscola. Hey, good morning, Mary. Thanks for calling in. Good, good morning. Quick question. Speaking of hostas, the little bloom that pops up on the stem, should those be cut off? Uh, well, when they start deteriorating or wait till they completely, you know, run their cycle. Yeah. Mary, I think there's two just really diverse opinions about that. And I, I okay. personally am not crazy about hosta flowers in general. So when I see them start up in the spring, I just cut them off. I don't even let them flower. Um, okay. But there's a lot of people who like to get the seeds from, from the flowers so that they'll keep them until they're ripe. At least which, five or six people. <laughs> that a few. many? A few. <laughs> um, but I, some, and some people like the flowers, too. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it just depends on whether or not you like the flowers. And if you don't, if, you're, if it's done, and, and, you know, after they drop their flowers off, those, those uh, flowerscapes look kind of gnarly. So I, I wouldn't hesitate to cut them off. They're not going to do well, anything. That's what I've been doing. they cutting them off, and I, yep. uh, I wondered if you know they're uh, taking energy from the growth of the plant, getting ready ex- for winter too. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Uh, I I personally let them flower because I enjoy the flowers, and also the hummingbirds love those. Yes, they do. The hummingbirds love the flowers. So once they do deteriorate, then I go in and I just cut them down because once the once it starts to go to go to go to uh, seed like that uh, like you said it's taking the energy away from the plant and it it wants to think oh, it's i've done my job i want to shut down yep so yeah, yeah. cut them off okay well, the quick question i when i heard you say uh, hostas i thought oh i've been wanting to ask them that and never <laughs> think about it Thanks i cut, cut them off <laughs> and some people I will continue. <laughs> Do it, yes. Once they die down, then I get yeah. out there and whack them. Yeah, I All do right, that. That's you. exactly Whack a doodle, Mary. Okay. Yep. You bet. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, thanks Bye. for calling in, Mary. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. John's got some coupons here I just wanted to mention real quick before we shut off. I so if do. you go to prairiegardens.com I do. Prairie or Prairie Gardens huh? Facebook yep. page, and you could see some really nice houseplant coupons. We have... 10 inch philodendron monsteras with our coupon at our 12.97 a beautiful wow. plant and they're huge plants and then we have ficus lorata which is the fiddle leaf fig that's oh, so popular so popular uh, yes. 10 inch pot is 16.97 that's all and Great. we also have a free uh, no we don't we, we do have a free <laughs> 2 inch cactus with any purchase and also we have six cents aloe vera plants for 9.97 and those oh. are all coupons. coupons you have to have that on your phone or you can print it out either way but okay. you can get it at prairiegardens.com or prairiegardens facebook page okay. open till six today tomorrow 10 to 5 ripping with fall color folks ripping
Yeah. And lots of sales on perennials and trees and shrubs. That's Great right. time to plant. Pumpkins and gourds are Pumpkins in, too. Gourds. Plenty of mums. Even straw bales. We got them. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with our plant experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leak. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. If you want any to uh, get any questions to us ahead of time, just email us. Send it to plantexperts at wdws.com. We'll have a podcast of the show later today at WDWS.